It is, we're kicking this one off on a Thursday in July. It is Thursday the 7th, Thursday the 7th, year 2022, which means, well, July. Wow. I just, I just, uh, it never ceases to, to amaze me how quickly things go by. It's going to be fall before you know it. That'll be a good time, right, Rob? Thank God. Yeah, it'll be four, fall before you know it. Mm-hmm. I like just keep telling myself that whenever we're in the middle of summer. Although I like the, I like the tan. I, I like sweating. I like I like, you know, I like the. Uh, I like to sweat too, but I sweat during winter. I know. So, uh, <laughs> it's just too much. Yeah, it hasn't. We we've been okay though. We've been okay. It's been a little humid, but we haven't got these sweltering days over here. Like the rest of the countries be getting hit with. Yeah, you know, I was just talking uh I was talking to, to Brendan Dilly a little bit before when we do this that four o'clock show on, on Adel's uh stream and he just completed the move from Arizona to Georgia. And I asked him, oh. I, I said I said, So so tell me something. You're getting down there in Georgia. I know Georgia in July and August it is uh it's a it's a hot, humid place. But compared to the desert in Arizona, how is he? He goes, oh, it's, it's like nothing. It's like springtime for him. He's coming from 120-degree days mm-hmm. where they're telling you, don't walk your pets today. They will die. <laughs> you know? Uh, 92 and muggy, is, even though it sucks when you're in it. Did he have anything to do with what's going on there in Georgia? <laughs> Why do you bring it up? Because he's a little uncomfortable with how many jokes people are making about his moving there and that happening. Oh, yeah? Because he got interviewed by the FBI after January 6th, even though he's thousands of miles away, and he was on air at the time. <laughs> um, just in case. Just in case. But, I don't know, that, that seems like a silly thing to do as soon as you move to a new state. Uh, blow up a shitty monument. Mm. Well, what's weird is if somebody did blow it up, like, and then they knocked it down right after. That, okay. So, I'm, like, that can't... Yeah. You, that yeah. can't be how things go if it's a crime scene, especially right? one, especially one that has to do with explosives. Right, right. I don't. I mean, I saw they were looking. They they had somebody that they thought and a suspect or 
that they were a person of interest but you know they if you had any tips or anything so then that and i mean they they didn't wait too long i mean it, it was what like 15 hours later they just knocked the whole thing down yeah about that so same day same day now i understand that there's like some structural integrity problems there maybe when you blow out an entire tablet column but um i just didn't understand why well i mean if the if the investigation is complete then whatever if they did it that quick but was it really really and as far as person of interest I say that uh, 94% of the planet is a person of interest since the, the tablets are like, right. we need to kill them all. You're right, <laughs> earmarked for... Uh, well, I, I, I mean, uh, it's nice that, they, that that was blown up. I get the, uh, you know, all right, that must have been somebody. Because that wasn't... I mean, come on, you saw that. that I don't think that was somebody set, <laughs> you know, a bomb or whatever. It wasn't like... Uh, Obama's uh, clock boy made a thing over there and then <laughs> no so that was some type of uh, whatever that was some type of equipment that that the normal person I don't think that was something that you know somebody had the anarchist cookbook and uh, they blew up granite like that right so that's coming from somewhere which leads me to believe you know, as much as I like to see that knocked down that that there was probably some type of symbolic gesture being done that's what I was going to ask. Uh, th does it glow? And if it's glowing, who's glowing? Oh, I don't know. I mean, didn't they call it the uh, American Stonehenge? Or yeah, well, I, I never. Well, obviously, uh, they assign the names that they want. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, but then what happened the next day, in regards to England? Hmm. Hmm. You know, that guy. That guy wasn't he like? Uh, I mean, I've seen pictures of him from Oxford and hanging out with all the your normal crew from back in the 80s Delane and all them so I just wonder what it is because he's, he's uh, Boris Johnson has been racked with with scandals but it seems like the scandal the main one that's taken him down is the fact that he went he, he partied during COVID lockdowns I mean that it can't right well yeah. that's like remember the governor of New York had to resign in disgrace because he was commenting on whatever like his his people that worked for him's you know her, her body or whatever because he wasn't accused of touching him right i think that i think there was oh, inappropriate oh, he touched too yeah he was he was but it was like it was like you know i mean it wasn't like molesting i thought it was like something that was like where he was like it was blurring the lines of hey, like hey, all right like hands. i shouldn't have like put my hand on your back and hugged you but I the point was is that that he murdered older people in the nursing home right like that's why he should have lost his job and all of these things been but sent to jail sent to jail and none of that happened right but what happened was is he flicked some nipples yeah i don't i i thought it was like he was copping to <laughs> you know uh just like like hugging and then making a few comments because it wasn't his, his defense it was like well i'm italian what do you want yeah, I'm <laughs> like yeah that's how we are it's <laughs> like all right that's a good you know that's a good excuse <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna file that one away. Yeah. I'm Italian. Yeah. Jeez. Um, now we have. But yeah, so I don't know what the deal is with with Boris and and Georgia Guidestones. I, I I mean I'm glad those things are are gone and taken down, but I'm not about to do a cartwheel and say the White Hats used, you know, Space Force to. No, that first of all, that didn't come from the sky. It was blown out horizontally. 
I don't know. I mean, it looks like it could have been like it, like some from up top. I thought. Well, there is something. I mean, when you see the top, the the capstone, it, it's complete. It's you know lopped off, mm -hmm. but everything else is blown out to the side. You can you can see where the force mm -hmm. dragged it. Um, so I mean, there there's that. But what whether you know a lot of people were saying is it is it rocket propelled anything, uh, or because if it was anybody that got in there and actually planted it, mm -hmm. then with whatever cameras were on the site, we right. would have at least seen, seen the whole bodies. thing. Right. So it's there's. I mean, this is nonsense. We have three frames of a silver sedan. It's almost. You know what? It's it's reminiscent of nine eleven. It, right, it looks Pentagon. Like it's the Pentagon right. footage all exactly. over again. We get from three the gas station, not even from the Pentagon. We get three frames of the Pentagon uh, uh, camera footage. It's exactly what it's like. Yeah. And then we get we get uh, articles like this. Oh, oh, hold on. We get articles like this the next day. Say in quotations, "Satanic Georgia tablets despised by conspiracy theorists bombed." That's the reason why I wondered. You know who's. Uh, Who's lighting the torch? Who's glowing here? But at the same right. time, you know, when, when is there ever a good time to throw off any kind of gross imagery? And that's shit. You know, all the people that wanted Robert E. Lee removed from Virginia public spaces. This, this, this is something we should all be agreed on. Certainly. Yeah. But it's conspiracy. It's not really a conspiracy theory. I mean, it does say. 500 million people reduce the population under says so maintain yeah. under 500 million so the 500 million is one too many <laughs> according to the georgia yeah. guidestones <laughs> but uh but yeah ladies and gentlemen this show is sponsored by bluemonsterprep.com go to bluemonsterprep.com and check out all of your especially if there's ever a uh, a gigantic fight against the uh the satanic uh, Georgia Guidestone people. You're going to need some food, you're going to need some water filtration, and some really nice battery-powered, rechargeable battery-powered um, uh, radio equipment. A lot of great stuff there, and the best thing that they have is their customer service. Some very well-knowledgeable uh, well, uh, and also well-trained people, qualified to tell you how to work everything from the medical equipment, which is very specialized and necessary if you're on your own, if you have to set up triage at home, to uh, to all the different types of things that you can do with storing your food and setting up certain type of fallback locations. Everything you need, get in touch with Pat and Gina at BlueMonsterPrep.com. Use promo code FRANKLY. Uh, what else do we have here? What else do we have? I mean, New York City is, a, is, is getting worse and worse. You saw, I know you, you might have heard about the bodega worker. I did. This guy... This guy um, was attacked. Again, um, somebody came in with their EBT card and didn't have enough money on the EBT card. And, and he's, you know, I, I guess he said they, they couldn't buy certain things if they didn't have money. So the person left and went to go get their husband, boyfriend, bodyguard, whatever. Mm -hmm. He came back, started uh, attacking this guy. Um, and, of course, this... This bodega uh, store worker, who has a clean record, never done anything wrong in his life, defended his life and fatally stabbed the guy in the neck, and now mm -hmm. he's in Rikers Island, and which is no small task to be in Rikers Island these days because no. like they're just letting him out by the droves, charged with murder, and he has, and they they gave him a bail 
$250,000. He can't post it. So he's just in there wow. with the worst of the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they actually wanted to get more. They wanted to go after him even more than that. It's just incredible. Just incredible. Less and less reason to be around areas like this altogether. It was it like two two weeks ago. It's not this past Sunday. They were the one I'm driving. I was going on, so I'm going over uh, like the Bruckner Expressway. It's not like the actual Bruckner, but like that access spot to go over the Third Avenue Bridge to get from the Bronx into Manhattan. So there's like traffic lights. Guy just in the middle of the street. Just going after every car, totally deranged. You know, it's like eight o'clock in the morning, on a Sunday morning. Just so. kicking and punching cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grabbing cars on the Bruckner Expressway. I mean, I, it was like three cars ahead of me. So I, I mean, fortunately, this good karma was on my side for a little bit. Then I didn't have to. Uh, didn't it didn't come to my car. So good, good on me. <laughs> Which, you know, a, yeah, you, would have ended. It would have been. You would have been, been my story instead. Yeah, you would have been yeah, in Rikers. Exactly. I'd be like, so. well, Rob's not here tonight. We don't know when he's coming back out. Yeah. In fact, everybody want to. I had to. I had to raise money. <laughs> cool. I had to raise some money. I don't know if I can raise two hundred fifty thousand dollars very quick though. <laughs> I know. Wow. But uh, you would have had a harder time because you're white. Yeah. This guy is going away. He's Hispanic, I believe. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So th- they would have probably given you a hate crime. Right. Right. But, I mean, the guy was insane, you know, and even uh, just downtown, in Chinatown, you see it. And there's lit- I mean, the detention center is literally right there where they're booking everybody. Yeah. And, and you know where it is. Yeah. Just outside, it's like... Isn't that where they had... Ep- it was Epstein there? Yeah. 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 Is that where he was killed, though? Uh, that's not it? where he was killed. No. But that's where they process everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Uh, but just outside of there, it's like, you know, it's gotten worse and worse. Uh, this doesn't sound fun anymore. Just yeah. doesn't sound fun. Um, then again, uh, whatever. What else is there going on, Rob? <laughs> I mean, besides the uh, Operation Endgame taking another uh, step forward. Yeah, I know. Well, the CERN thing we're going to talk about tonight, mm-hmm. I uh, just for a little bit, because there was another uh, another great uh, video that was put out by um, SaltRadioMinistries.com. Yeah, we, yeah, when we when we did the Rousseau painting video, yeah, that was broke, a good video. Yeah, um, but there's a lot of great themes in here about the metaverse and the multiverse and simulation theory, the overmind as they call it, and the CERN three run, uh, the the run number three that that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think that the overall the overarching topic there and theme about the the um the decoupling our host societies wherever this kind of shit is being done the occult rituals the um uh, all of the i don't know the interpretive dance stuff the mm-hmm. the uh the modern art right i think that there's a lot of great stuff there to talk about definitely you know i, I because it it's it's like all these things the inverse and the reversals that they tend to do right so you take something that's creative and and whatever and then use it for uh its opposite we got that we definitely got that in this i have a couple of really great things and then other things to uh other articles to support it but for now I, I also want to i want to kick the show off a little bit earlier because i want to watch a little bit of this latest report 
just maybe two minutes of it that came out from Paul Joseph Watson earlier on today uh, about all of the farmers that are revolting in yeah in I mean Europe. It's certainly uh, it's such a uh, it's a great story because we're seeing these things that are like okay they're being ramped up but on both sides. Mm-hmm. So it's certainly not a um, hopeless scenario, um, and, and that's good. And, and isn't it? Didn't they get the they they put some farmer like sixteen year old kid in jail and they got him out because of their you know protesting yeah, yeah. that's pretty good in other places the, the police actually opened fire on on some trucks passing by because they started roadblocks but it's not just in the Netherlands mm-hmm. it's not just the Dutch mm-hmm. um, it's it's all over the place and I think it's great because again here's another here's another instance or many instances being strung together across what was a very diverse continent of Europe at one point um, they're they're fighting they're flipping the bird to everything that the guidestones espouse mm-hmm. it's so I like that even though you can still cut the tension with a knife right and there's the, the enemies are not only at the gates they're through the gates but bringing but, in a <laughs> spraying actual horse shit onto the government buildings is kind of fun. It's the best. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And remember, everybody, before we go to our uh, our intro here, today is the last day up until midnight. All you got to do is send at least one, just one super chat. You can send five and just speak your mind, but only one is going to be counted for a raffle that we're going to do tomorrow. It's a two-day raffle because a very special book. It, it's my copy of Malachi Martin's Windswept House. It's got all my notes, all my highlights. I'm going to write a little something in it. Aurora already did. Uh, it only takes a dollar to get you in it. Go to quitefranklysuperchat.com, and uh, it's only people that go through there. So we'll, um, I'll get to that tomorrow, though. Uh, for tonight, it'll definitely give us some good reading material from you all since the Super Chat's been pouring in. And uh, that's it. Let's get this show started. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Share it. Share it. Share it. Have you any idea how six six successful censorship is on TV? Don't, don't know the answer? Hmm. Successful, isn't it? <laughs> You let one ant stand up to us, then they all might stand up. Those puny little ants outnumber us a hundred to one. And if they ever figure that out, there goes our way of life. It's not about food. It's about keeping those ants in line. That's why we're going back. Does anybody else want to stay? Let's ride! see the uh, the editing department over here quite frankly they have worked quickly to get that camera footage of the guidestones getting blown up into the end of the intro 
So that has uh, it has entered into our little world events collage from the last the last ten years or so that keeps building and uh, morphing. But welcome, ladies and gentlemen, one and all. If you are new to the show, relatively new to the show, I hope that you have found yourself a nice, comfortable seat. It is a seat that I pray you stay in for many years because many people have. They have found very well-worn, loved, well-loved seats that just lay around in every night, Monday through Friday at 7 p.m., and sometimes beyond that. Um, the call-in number, I have fixed the call-in number. I set up a Google Voice number that I'll tell you about. That will be our backup if things ever go wrong again. But for tonight, the Skype should work again. It was actually, Rob, we were frozen. Uh, I think that the problem started happening last Thursday. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, when we, we only took like one or two calls or we couldn't get around to it. But after that, it was very hard for me to take calls anywhere. And I just finally got on the phone or got online with the, the chat support at Skype. And they said that my account had been partially disabled because it was receiving a lot of calls <laughs> i said can you annotate it makes sense it's part of a it's a radio station so if you can make a note it's not a ddos attack so did they take off this partial yes. block okay yes yeah, so well, that's good so people could call up now yes tonight they'll be able to call in uh <laughs> so there's that but i did make a google voice number and i'm going to continue to see if that becomes more viable if this craps the bed but um but yes all right well welcome 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 let's just jump right into this i thought this was a pretty cool update this is from paul joseph watson came out a couple hours ago uh, the first two minutes is is well more than enough to have something to talk about so let's get to it Check in on how the general public is reacting to the liberal world order. The liberal world order. Net zero. Climate change cuts. The green agenda. What we're saying? Good thing? Bad thing? <laughs> there, there's the shit cannons. Uh. The Dutch, man. Uh. Yeah, you know what? Everybody's showing more heart than we are at times. Yeah. I can't, can't wait till the American farmers are slinging shit at the feds. That's going to be great. Seems pretty unanimous. The Netherlands, yellow vests, 2.0. But what's the beef? Well, it turns out that Dutch farmers aren't too pleased about climate change technocrats passing laws which will completely destroy their livelihoods. The government plans to restrict nitrogen and ammonia emissions by at least 50% by 2030. Problem being, fertilizers contain a large amount of nitrogen oxide and livestock produce ammonia in their urine and feces. Result? Farmers will be forced to cull 30% of their livestock putting many of them out of business forever not, not only that but 30 percent of their livestock need, would need to be culled and th remember right. that directly correlates with food that people are able to eat right right and correlates to the the whole agenda of bug eating and all of this stuff impossible burgers and uh, it's just incredible yeah. 30 that that's just in itself and you know when he brought up uh, yellow vest 2.0 can you imagine 
getting rid of getting rid of what 2020 was yellow vest was still going strong until the last days of 2019 mm -hmm. it had it had really taken root all that to the activism had taken root in hong kong right yeah and then all of it stopped <laughs> can you imagine what would we would be three years later if that had not stopped Maybe that's why they're firing up CERN again. <laughs> I know. I, it could be. Could be. A little, just a few more seconds. Lighting how this is a selective attack. The same regulations won't be applied to the airline industry. Still, at least the farmers are finding a use for all that unwanted feces by spraying it on government buildings. Tractors are also being used to block food distribution centers, sending a message to the government about what happens when you fuck with farmers. Some farmers even brought their cows to the Dutch parliament, threatening <laughs> to slaughter them on the streets. Fishermen have also joined the cause, blocking ports. Farmers in Italy have also begun their nascent rebellion, threatening to take their tractors to Rome. They're joined by Polish farmers who are also marching in the streets, but authorities in the Netherlands have responded by telling demonstrators to go whistle. And just so that's uh, that's what's going on there. That it's it's reminiscent of even just the trucker thing that went on in Canada. Yep. So it's really these people that are, are symbolic of the people, and that they're standing up. So it's it's a great sign, and uh, support that one hundred percent. Let's see where it goes, man. See where it goes. It's a lot of fun stuff here. Now, as far as CERN, the a uh, lot of it, uh, what we what we usually bring up is are they opening up portals are they shifting timelines uh is there is there any kind of time control technology that is tied into the kind of power that is being produced out there and and you know all all the topical things that they say that they're doing but <clears throat> this this latest video this latest report by um by the by salt radio salt radio ministries took a took another uh, aspect of really what is driving the mental behind it all and i think that's the most important thing here uh, it's an hour long if ladies and gentlemen here it is right here it's on movie salt youtube i shared it on the quite frankly telegram today hour long very dense but worthy of watching a few times because of the crash course it gives you just on the occult alone but more specifically rob it highlights like i said the mindset that cannot be separated from projects like the one that's being done at CERN. Hmm. And um, the first 16 minutes, first 16 minutes pretty foundational in, in the way that it gets to the weaponization of art and how, how mindsets are usually changed, how you're able to decouple people from reality, objective reality, very Frankfurt School types, type stuff, but new iterations that pop up everywhere in the arts, in the sciences, um, and, and, and with this, they, they focused a little bit in on how early 20th century communist front groups would really push this art is a weapon, dance is a weapon stuff, and then, um, and then compared modern art, modern mm -hmm. visual art, to the little bit more robust, confident art in right. the past. Yeah. Uh, that, that's just, it ties into a lot. <laughs> Exactly. Who would have thought the ugly looking weird stuff has a <laughs> nefarious uh, undertones to it? Yeah, well, or it's just weaponized in that fa fashion, I should say. It's gotten worse too, especially around here. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know why local governments continue to buy these bulbous, weird, detached 
It's not even geometric shapes anymore. I know. I, I it looks like globs of. Yeah. I, I have no I have no clue. Right. And you know that it was it was uh, it's either somebody locally donated that and the government said oh thank you, <laughs> or they actually it's spent like money on it. Commissioned for stuff like that. Yeah. No. It's crazy. Really is. But um, it even it, it even throws that whole the, the the art as far as art being a weapon, it throws in there how dance being a weapon. Mm-hmm. How it, it powers ritual. Right. You know, ceremonies like the one documented at the Gothard Tunnel, the opening there, which right. is not, not right. too far from CERN. And then you, you could just throw in all of the various opening ceremonies at these at major collective events. You know, we talked about the, the Olympics and various uh, award shows that they do when they have all these other types of bizarre things going on. So, for sure, it's, it's a way of... Uh, Harvesting maybe energy to use with for their intent. Now I I wouldn't uh, and and going back to the portal thing, I wouldn't discount that in particular. And I'll get to a, a reason why afterwards. But I do want to show this one clip. It's around the thirty-two minute forty-four second mark where she she just gets she um, the host over there at Salt Radio Ministries who I I've invited on the show. And she said one day, one okay. day soon. She's trying to get her stuff together. But I would love to do something like this. I definitely cool. bring her on on a Thursday. Yeah. Um, she gets down to because what she spent a lot of time prior to this point doing is really compiling a um, a profiling profiling a whole bunch of these scientists that have been involved with this stuff. Not not only scientists, but these philosophers, theophists, mm-hmm. theosophists, right. uh, whatever. But it goes right up to modern figures like Michio Kaku. I know who are enmeshed in this new age Luciferian thinking and uh, where, where it's mainly where they believe that man's destiny is to become gods. Uh, not so much that they, many of them are actually worshiping an entity. Some of them are, mm-hmm. but um, that whole transhumanist Luciferian way of thinking is that it's the ascension of man from the primordial ooze into a godlike state where you're tapping into other dimensions well, through. We are the gods of this world, yes. essentially, because it's our collective is creating our reality. Yes. Which... I don't know, man. The more I, I learn about things, the more I, I just, I realize I don't know anything. <laughs> it's tr- really true. Because at the same time, that collective is is part of the mechanics of us. Yeah. You know, the, the, the what we put well, our minds to. Effect. It's like if a tree falls in the forest and nobody's there, does it make a sound? No, it doesn't. Because it needs the receiver. Now, certainly I know you can't prove that but i know in the video that she does they do the uh you know the the double slit experiment and stuff the observer effect is a real thing um so i i think that there's absolute truth to that now what these various thinkers and philosophers all the way down to like you're saying what they're doing with that and what they feel that that means um <laughs> I don't. I don't know, um, but it, it's it's weird. It's it's that where the, it seems like it's going is 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 they're adding another layer, this technological layer, over it as well. I mean, in in the video I watched it, and uh, some of the other things is just you know the transhumanist idea and everything like that, um, is is concerning to me. I mean, they're talking about people being hackable 
organisms that, that right Noval Harari guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that guy's pets. He is horrible. Ugh. But I don't know. Because, like I said, the more I learn about things, the less I know. Um, and that's okay. But what is the nature of our reality and, and how it relates to creation? It's an interesting thing. And, and why... It seems like the, these thinkers and these proponents of, of this ideology seems like they want to insulate us in it and, and glorify it. So I, I don't know if that's the best way. You yeah. know, like, if, if you were in hell, right, like, you know, chained to a burning rock, getting poked by demons, like, you would want to get get out right like that would be like a lot of motivation to get out of there right mm -hmm. but i think like a worse hell is like the death by a thousand cuts type of hell where you don't even like there's a ah, it sucks it's hell but you know all right but there's still enough where it's like you're not totally you know there's enough to distract you with you, well, know? you know the other thing there too is i, I was asking myself as I, as I was watching this because it's me first of all we were talking the double split uh double slit experiment and the observer effect mm -hmm. well i think that in this particular clip that i got over here the the um, observation the observer effect omnipotence and omniscience that all comes into it and of course how just like just like with certain medical modalities these days where they can never even be considered to be the cause of any of the problems we're seeing right now mm -hmm. with the sudden adult death syndrome that has popped up right. but um at the same time over here there's a block there's a block in the scientific community where where the sometimes the most obvious thing to do is to suggest a higher intelligence god right they can never ever ever even touch that we'll get into that for a yeah. second but the um, the double slit observer thing that's the first time i saw that it was um it was in what the bleep do we know okay that movie that came out years ago mm -hmm. uh, with the who's the um the 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 deaf the deaf uh, uh oscar winner what was her name Mar marley, marley matlin matlin matlin, yeah. marley matlin. That's the first time I saw that with okay. quantum mechanics and quantum physics theoretical. It yeah. was put together a little bit, so I understand they use the basketball uh, an analogy. Mm. But when I was thinking about this here too, I kept reminding myself, I don't give a shit about what new particles they find. <laughs> I don't get how do we? First of all, they hate us. Yeah. Um, that it's obvious. Yes, they absolutely. They, they just completely hate us. If mm -hmm. we weren't, ta if we weren't still tax cattle, and in many ways, since we're making less and less money as people because they're destroying the middle class, we are in in many ways just collateral for new loans mm -hmm. from central banks. If we weren't that, we they they just don't care. So, how do we benefit from any of the any of this high tech chicanery that that's <laughs> going on? How do we really benefit in it? Because especially since the genesis of all this needs to be brought back to a singular source. Like, I don't care what kind of new particle they find by smashing two protons together. Mm -hmm. uh, it, you might find some, another one behind that and another one behind that. Eventually, you're going to find the nothingness that needed to be turned into something and what precipitates that, you know? Right. And, and, and science, at least the people who are running this brand of science, they, um, they will never be able to account for that and they're definitely not putting any of their time to making energy free and readily available for people to alleviate the bonds that we're in right now. Right. They're, ne they're not interested in setting us free. They can do that easily. Well, I think you touched on, maybe inadvertently or not, two main 
issues there, right? Is the they hate us and and these bonds, right? These things that are 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 shackling. And as I was saying before, like you know, if, like we're in some hell version, right? But you know, if it was so extreme, it would be like you'd want to. Well, what do I got to do to get out of here? But if you want to be just tortured enough, because that we're, we're, we're cut off from from. I'm not going to say we're cut off from God because God is God, but certainly, as you were just saying, um, they they leave God out of the equation. You know, and it seems like these other things that 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 come in. So I don't know. The nature of our reality is what, and and it's true. There is a hatred that that runs through. There is well, and I think that hatred, and the fact that they have, as you said, compartmentalized us from concepts of God. Mm-hmm. That is um, that's something that is really, um, and, and I have more more to, to add to that too. That is a way to cut us off from God. Not right. that he he ceases to exist if if we don't pay him mind, but the the fact that what if people have been slowly encouraged over generations to look at things in more mythical and not really relevant, and, right? You know, whatever that that is a well, a, maybe a it's way. all of this that's not existing actually, absolutely. It because it's because it's cut off of God. You know what I mean? Like that's not if you're not you know in there and experiencing it because that's the real thing. And we're in, as they say in the video, like a projection of a projection of a sim- or a simulation of a simulation of a thing. And so it's when we see these things like the metaverse and how they're they're constantly trying to get into these artificial paradigms and these artificial realities and, and projections. It's about creating a, a totally dominant dominated version of reality wherein all creation can lead back to them um it's a it's a bubble inside of a bubble uh because once all we get, creation away from god right yeah right only in the metaverse can someone like mark zuckerberg say that creation began he was the alpha and the omega in the metaverse right it's the only place where he can be the alpha and the omega because outside of that we get into this realm where we are sitting right now where scientists and CERN are, you know, spending all day smashing protons together, trying to look for another particle that can give us a glimpse into what really created the universe. Mm -hmm. But behind that mini particle is another question mark. And eventually they're not going to have anything else to discover. Um, (laughs) Well, it'll just, they'll keep creating more discoveries, more minutia and more things. When, maybe it's the answer is a shedding of and a, and a getting rid of certain things well let's watch this because i think this is going to be a really good way to to even expand on this a little bit more here is a a clip from metaverse multiverse simulation and overmind plus cern run three by movie salt on youtube go check it out i've linked it in the telegram and i would love to have her on the uh, on the air one day but here you go So where does the idea of multiverse come from? 
Although many people believe that CERN's main mission is to create massive black holes or to open portals to other dimensions and open the gates of hell releasing legions of chained and bound demons from the pit to bring about Armageddon, there really isn't much evidence to support any of these claims. Their mission is to find the missing particles that complete their mathematical theories to unlock the mystery of how our material universe came into being and then string it all together in one cohesive equation called the theory of everything. What their goal really boils down to is going beyond the standard model of physics and, well, to hopefully prove that God never existed. After they convince the world that God isn't real, they, not necessarily they being the physicists themselves, but their funding sources for sure, they will use this so-called data to assume control over nature and everyone's thinking and all living DNA and all sorts of dystopian and diabolical ways. Then the prophesied globalist world leader we know as the Antichrist will rise to the fullness of his power and even though he is human, he will be worshipped like a god and perform great signs and wonders, deceiving the entire world and so on and so forth. This is the goal. That's it. It's really that simple. It's a mind game. It's psychological warfare. One big diabolical, utterly evil strategy for world domination and total mind control. The big pivot in all of this physics madness really began with one significant experimental finding, the wave function collapse that occurs when observation is included in the double slit experiment. The double slit experiment consists of the firing of electrons or photons, which are particles of matter, in an enclosed device through a panel with two openings. Instead of finding two strips of particles on the back screen, they found interference patterns, revealing that particles can act as both particles of matter and waves of potential. In an attempt to understand what happens during this process, they installed a camera to observe what exactly takes place. After the instrument for observation was part of the experiment, the waves of potential became particles. In other words, the simple process of observing and subsequently measuring as every observation is also the act of measuring, turned waves into particles, potential into matter. They conclude somehow consciousness plays a role in this process. Mm -hmm. The event that causes wave function collapse is conscious observation and measuring. Does human consciousness play a role in the material universe? Some would like you to think so. Theoretical physicist Erwin Schrödinger theorized that waves, which are superpositioned before becoming particles, there is this notion of a chooser that, after observation, the particle shows up somewhere in the material world. Everyone's heard of Schrödinger's cat. The wave, before being observed, holds the information for every possible material outcome. Some physicists, particularly of the globalist variety, theorize that every possibility, every variable, is housed in its own reality, its own universe. In other words, all the those other possibilities don't decay into oblivion once a choice has been made. They travel somehow from this reality to a newly formed one outside of this reality, and since it's outside of our reality, we have no way of observing or measuring. Sounds patently absurd to me. All the experimental evidence shows that the waves simply decay. Theoretical physicist John Wheeler, friend and colleague of Albert Einstein and Niels Bohr, and the man who coined the term black hole, said that reality is made up of information that is created by observation. For Wheeler, the observation must be made by something conscious. He asked the question, does the universe exist if we're not looking? Now, now, now this is the last part of the clip I wanted to play because it gets into the questioning of, uh, is there something, is there a power much greater than our own conscious observation of the tree falling in mm-hmm. the um, the the forest that actually gives us the opportunity to be standing here 
for all things are being observed. Right. You know? So, oh, so here, here, here's just a little bit more that I want to get into something else. In an interview with Discover Magazine, quote, as Wheeler voices his thoughts, he laces his fingers behind his large head, leans back onto a sofa, and gazes at the ceiling or perhaps far beyond it. On an end table, near the sofa, rests a large oval rock with one half polished black so that its surface resembles the yin-yang symbol. That rock is about 200 million years old, says Wheeler. One revolution of our galaxy, end quote. Nobel Prize winner Frank Wilczek, looking to narrow the definition of this conscious this observer, has said, quote, <laughs> Quantum theory is contentious and obscure and will remain that way until someone constructs within the formalism of quantum mechanics an observer, a model entity whose states correspond to a recognizable caricature of conscious awareness, end quote. What model entity could be capable of observing the universe in its entirety for all of time, past, present, and future? What conscious observer can be both omnipresent and omniscient or even omnipotent to make all the necessary choices for reality to exist and keep existing. For men like Wilczek and the others, there can be only two possibilities. Human consciousness interacts with the universe or the cosmos is its own conscious living being. Never at any time have they considered the most obvious choice. God. Wil so that's, 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 uh, that's, I think, is just some of the the, the greater points driven here by this uh, by this video. I've cert I think that you know, and, I mean, she obviously knows. Obviously, it's not that they didn't consider God; it's they, that they're running in the opposite direction. Exactly. Just like what we're seeing on lower levels in society right now with certain medical modalities, yeah, well, etc. Exactly. Well, everything just is the micro and the macro constantly playing out. It's like you know, we keep seeing the same scenarios. It's just, uh, history repeats itself. So, yeah, I mean, it's must be something in the uh, collective, because I've been getting into stuff like this before you even, you know, told me, like, and then this video just came out, right? It came out two days ago. Yeah, I know. And so, uh, you know, there's a lot to, uh, there's a lot to digest with there. Um, but for me, the nature of this existence and, and you know, what is this current that's running through that seems to be trying to herd our consciousness? I mean, is it our consciousness itself that just has a predisposition to run away from God? Which is crazy, right? Or is it a some type of influence that's being exerted? I think, um, well, there is some kind of rebellious nature to us. Mm -hmm. uh, we run away from our parents and our teens, uh, but if you if if you have been well, but we come back. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you're learning your lessons in life. Yeah. And especially if you're doing <laughs> if you're 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 acting constructively and you're you're learning and and whatever, it it becomes a lot more. You understand. You become grounded, tethered to a reality. Mm -hmm. And I think that we have a tendency to rebel as it is. But when you take away good education, and when you take away um, you take away these concepts from a society at large, a society that only exists because they once had them. Mm -hmm. That's um, that's something um, that's something to consider, just as far as why we, we why as a species we would have any kind of inclination to run from God. Right. You know, we ran we ran from our our mothers and fathers for a right. time. 
it's just immaturity then like yeah might be immaturity yeah well yeah i mean it will and, and on to the other she opened up before she got into the observer effect thing and the double slit experiment she did say that largely unknown largely unknown whether or not there is some other portal hopping being done over there in at cern uh anything that they're doing and just remember whether it's google whether it's cern whether it's the gothard tunnel whatever the hell's going on whatever they celebrate and talk about and champion in public there is there's probably 98 percent of the of the company that's completely drenched in shadow yeah so yeah, it's like it's those guys in the robes at the remember the that video yeah, and remember it was like <laughs> they didn't they didn't deny it. Do you remember that right when it happened? They were like, well, they're just some scientists having fun. I don't know. If, I remember. I don't remember. They said it was this. It had to be somebody that worked there to have access to the place Obviously. to be on campus. It has to be. Yeah. But uh, they. You're were, not just walking in there in black robes and, and doing bizarre rituals in the front of a mock a mock human sacrifice. sacrifice. Right. That's when I put that part out of my mind. Hold on. Let me see. CERN apology. CERN apology for mock human sacrifice oh video. God. Let me see. What What did they say? Um film a certain prank the, with pranking scientists human yeah. sacrifice stage that CERN is the independent it was a goof they're just in front of this thing that's opening up wormholes in dark robes where's your sense of humor <laughs> well here well and this is the reason why people think about it and they they get that, that kind of stuff consideration this is from the register back in 2009 uh, a lot of different places have have picked it was up that this. long ago? No, no, no. The mock right. sacrifice wasn't. But listen to this. I remember we went over it on the on the show here. And we're like, what yeah. the? Yeah, we did. No, that was from 2016 or something yeah. like that. 15, 16. But this is from 2009. Headline, something may come through. Dimensional doors at LHC, Large Hadron Collider. A top boffin at the Large Hadron Collider says the Titanic machine may possibly create a or discover previously unimagined scientific phenomena or unknown unknowns, which sounds like a great thing to be doing yeah. in the middle of uh, Switzerland, yeah. in the middle of Europe. <laughs> unknown unknowns. Uh, for instance, an extra dimension. That's a quote. Here's another quote. Out of this door might come something, or we might send something through it, end quote, said Sergio Bart uh, Bertolucci, who is or was at the time director for research and scientific computing at CERN, briefing reporters including the Reg at CERN HQ earlier this week. That was back in November of 2009. So for the guy who is the director of research and scientific computing over there, and as we know, when it comes to quantum computing and all the stuff that we heard come out of Jordy Rose's mouth about how they are tapping into alternate realities and and whatnot, already doing that. Um, I, hey, this is this is probably six or seven years prior to that little TED talk that he did, and this is coming right from him. Out of that door might come something, or we might send something through it. Yeah. Is that figurative? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, but we might bring space monsters. Yeah, a demigorgon. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. It, and it's, like, a, we were talking, like, it's so weird. How, like, they don't, you know, it's conspiracy theorists, right? You're a conspiracy theorist with the Georgia Guidestone. But it said it on the thing. It's not really a theory. Just read it. They're, that's, like you just said, it's from them. Do you remember, it reminds me, and I know he is 
since been uh, fallen from in, in, in disgrace. But that thing where Louis C.K. was on the Opie and Anthony show and they had Donald Rumsfeld on and he asked Donald Rumsfeld if interdimensional lizard beings like are in charge of the government and like you know it's something like oh my god like you know louis like you can't you know and like rumsfeld i don't remember it oh it's great because it's fun i mean like you know i, I know like louis ck like i said he he has disgraced himself by being perverted and canceled and all of that and whatever but he he has rumsfeld that which is hilarious just in and of itself you know because it's donald rumsfeld at the what time what was the answer he starts talking about what he had for lunch and like they're like he gets off the phone and and he's and they're like you know now they're giving Lu, they're giving louis shit like how are you gonna we had donald rumsfeld on the the show like call in and that's what you come up with and he's like yeah but like all he had to do was be like that's a ridiculous thing but he wouldn't deny it he's like and like he was saying to him like you know just please just put this to rest rest this is all nonsense craziness so he's like but he couldn't he couldn't put it to rest. He started talking about what he ordered for lunch the other day. Like, it was so weird. Well, I mean, for example, uh, here's another thing. You, just to go and to tack on to that, that video that we watched just before with Paul Joseph Watson about Europe. Mm-hmm. Because the liberal world order is in the the headline there, and it, and it stems from a... A, 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 a Biden staffer appearing on MSNBC last week. That happened. It happened. <laughs> right. There was a Wikipedia content advisory on this video for the New World Order that says the New World Order is a conspiracy theory which hypothesizes a secretly emerging totalitarian world government. I guess, I guess, uh, I mean, the only lie there is that it's a secretly emerging. It's not secret. It's not secret at all. 30 years ago, Bush came out and said it. It's not secret at all. You either, you either like it. Mayor Beetlejuice talked about it. You like it or you don't, but it's, don't call it a secret, please. Yeah. Um, that's just uh, that's just that. Okay, so it's seven forty-seven, ladies and gentlemen. Stay on. Uh, st- let's stay on topic tonight because it seems like it's going to be a nice, solid topic all the way through. Um, the observer effect, reality, but anything that you think that re- relates to this, or any thoughts that have popped up along the way from doing this. Uh, this topic, please give us a call. In the meantime, I'd like to bring this up um, because it has a little bit more to do with world order, and then we're going to go right to break and then come back and do more on on this. But um, it seems like the there are certain places, certain people. What is it? The the head of the Belarusian military intelligence warned today that the U.S. is making plans for a direct war against Russia. Um, and Belarus, mm-hmm. and of course, he's saying that they're using territory in Poland as a uh, staging ground for what is going to be a really very bloody conflict in Europe. And as of right now, it's it's been a fantastic failure for NATO in in Ukraine. Uh, there's nothing that was ever going to stop Russia. They did prolong it a little bit more and probably cause a lot more harm than than needed to be. But if this actually does come to blows hmm. then it's it's looking like that baba vanga it's for real you right? know the torching of east that's that, that's no way in hell if russia goes up against nato it's going to be anything less than thermonuclear there's no way in hell yeah yeah well let's just obviously hope that that doesn't happen 
and that as we do see where the farmers come in and they roll and they spray horseshit on everything the uh you know maybe uh maybe obama proves to be a, a prophet when he said uh you can never discount joe to fuck it up right wasn't that something that he's along those lines yeah don't underestimate underestimate yeah joe's ability to fuck it up or something like that so um and certainly he's no shot caller i don't even think he's like i i mean do you think that that that, that biden they keep rolling like there's different bidens i don't know now now we're getting this is conspiracy theory right Good. this is, is I like this it. is a theory right? no, i like, like, like it the, but do you think that there's different have you ever seen the juxtaposition of the various even just now the when he was the senator it, i mean totally different okay maybe he had a lift maybe he's got whatever they do but have you seen the other just since he's been president it, it they look really different and, so, i mean like they don't do this they i mean every like world leader like going back to like caesar they they use doubles i mean you remember the the hillary Clinton sack of potatoes on nine at the nine eleven memorial. I'm trying to look at, and yeah. then she comes out like out of like on the streets of New York with no security and you know talking to little children. I'm trying to find some side by sides of all the Bidens. Yeah, man. and it's true, like the teeth, the ears. So I don't think I mean this guy is a, I don't know. There's so much bizarre, bizarre things that have have gone on. Well, there was a small. There was at least. 12. I know that Saddam Hussein, people like him, have at least 12 lookalikes. Right. Doing Remember the Bin Ladens with the videos? Yeah. And this was early 2000s. Oh, that, but that Come was on. bad. But that, that was, was bad. so bad. That was really bad. That was like high school level of like glued on beard. It, it was ridiculous. Well, it, and it, that goes just goes to show how it takes a while for people to have their trust broken in the authorities. Yeah. Because I believed them. And, and, and well, that I, was the MKO. That was the that was the the trauma based mind control. Nine yeah. eleven. No, dude. Nine eleven was I, was on the collective. All those CIA uh, Osama videos that came out. Mm -hmm. I remember in high school all throughout high school and in college um, seeing them and in my gut saying that's that's what he looks like now I like and, yeah. and I would be like and I would know this doesn't look right he's why is he fatter mm -hmm. why is his beard more full or right. more narrow what's with the different shades of the gray you know, he's got the rogue stripes in his beard and stuff it's like this that's he's hiding in a cave on dialysis right right but he's very very you know he should be he should be withering away <laughs> So I'm thinking to myself, I, I remember saying, well, that doesn't look like the last time I saw him. Wow. Right. But, but it never, I, I just, I didn't, my trust wasn't broken yet. Yeah. I mean. It's but, nuts. With Biden, we've seen the, you know, the, the obvious, th with the, the microphones, his office of the uh, president-elect at the, remember that thing with the Jeeps honking? And then the other, they, they showed him, like, they, they showed the thing and, and there's nobody there at the podium. Right. <laughs> like Photoshop him on, so I don't think he's calling any shots for anything, at all. No, but um, no way. You know. I you I don't know if you remember this, but uh, it's been a while since Jeffrey Peterson was came on the show. Um, but when Jeffrey Peterson was on once, he did a uh, he did a segment with me about about celebrity cloning. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about celebrity cloning on this show a lot. Of course, yeah. Uh, some of those great threads. Uh, like the the Hollywood director Anon mm -hmm. that was on uh, I forget I forget which board, right. but that was just uh, those were some really awesome conversations, mm -hmm. and he um, 
I remember he, uh, Jeffrey Peterson said made some kind of comment about Nancy Pelosi uh, talking to someone else in front of him. They, he was like around the area when he was still hanging out in Democrat circles. Um, Nancy Pelosi making a comment about, oh, he's this person who does cloning. He's great. He's doing mine. Huh. Something like that. <laughs> really? But I just don't understand. Does, what does that mean? Do you, you have a body? And have we, have they, if that is the case, if this is all true, have they mastered consciousness transfers into other organic bodies? Because if they did, that would make me feel a lot more justified in my, obviously there's nothing but, uh, anything but concern and, you know, not having any trust in someone who says, hey, we can upload your consciousness into a machine. You could be immortal. That sounds like you're uploading your consciousness into the Ghostbuster trap. Right. Okay. But on the other hand, they would have the good immortality, which is they're going to get a new body every 85 years, <laughs> you know, and just do it all over again. Well, I, think, I think Nancy needs a refund. She's not looking too uh, updated these days. You see her cleavage all over the place this week? <sighs> Please. This is all gross. But, you know, I've seen her face falling apart for the past 20 years. When your face falls apart, but your tits are still, are still, you know, you, you know, she spent a lot of money on those tits. <laughs> uh, it's just uh, madness. Uh, I don't, I don't think that they are transferring consciousness, though. Right? Even it talks about it in, in that thread, if I remember correctly. I think that's the one where, you know, things that are imprinted within the DNA, mannerisms and inflections whatever how how the person is but you don't think that there's a chucky there's a the, a chucky ritual to get no 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 and then they they transfer like it avatar over. well now we're getting into something <laughs> i think this i as as to tie it back to what we were saying before the nature of the the world or whatever this might be like the avatar world um, so maybe in that sense, it can be, I, I, but I don't know. I don't know. I have to keep, uh, have to keep, uh, digging. Everything's on, I, th this is the one thing I say about where we're living and what we're living through right now. I believe that everything is on the table mm -hmm. until we find definitive. Okay. Let it go. That's how I, I yeah, that's how I feel as well. <laughs> everything. I'm not going to be shocked by anything at this point. What could it, you know, and, and that's not a, a great place to be in either. Because then that means, like, any bullshit could get trotted out in front of you. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, well, maybe. Yeah. Well, uh, listen, it's 7.55. We're going to take a really quick break here for the intermission. It is going to last literally two minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Then you come back, and we're going to take calls from the audience. We're going to get into the Super Chats. Uh, it, uh, I have a lot more thoughts even on what we've already discussed in the show. But in the meantime, please consider being a sponsor of the show. We have wonderful sponsors uh, in Blue Monster Prep and also Secret Nature CBD. But the main the main sponsor of this show, vast majority, over 95% of what keeps this show alive is the audience directly, either through Super Chats or becoming a monthly sponsor. And there's a lot of perks that come through month monthly sponsorship on Subscribestar or directly through QuiteFrankly.tv. But um, please go and uh, check out all the links in the description below or directly on QuiteFrankly.tv, the sponsor us section, and be a sponsor for the show and get direct messaging with me and uh, the, the Sunday unlisted streams and all that stuff. Thank you all so much. It's been a wonderful evening so far, and we got more when we come back. Don't go anywhere unless you have to go refill your glass or relieve yourself, whatever it is. Get a refreshment. We will be right back. Thank you for 
having us with you on your back porches, watching the lightning bugs, and enjoying another wonderful, balmy July evening. Be right back. Welcome to Intermission. We'll, we'll be right back. Quite frankly. 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 Not quite. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Yeah. Quite frankly, in Roma, Italia. Quite frankly, you going on Frank's show tonight? I really like you. You're very smart. So everybody watch. Quite frankly, with Frank. Quite frankly. How dare you? All right. So here we go, ladies and gents. I know we have nice, nice viewership all across the board right now. I hope many of you are new viewers. And if you are, yes, it's this fun every night. And uh, runs the gamut of topics and all types of things, both current events and just human condition. So share the show far and wide is the best way that you can support us all here. And, um, and yeah, I want to get into some super chats now. But before we do that... Rob, please let everybody know about the uh, the Qigong classes that you got coming up on the weekend and all the work that you have um, that that you've established with a, a growing audience of practitioners now. Yeah, run a Qigong class live via Zoom on Saturday mornings, 10 a.m., Wednesday nights, 6 p.m. If you cannot make the live class, I uh, videotape it. or videotape it. Dating myself. Dating. I record it. I'm getting there, Frank. I'm trying. I really am trying. <laughs> I videotape it and then mail it to you no. <laughs> through the email. And then, uh, <laughs> so yes, you can watch it whenever you want. It stays uh, up on Zoom's cloud for about a week. Um, so you could just go to my website, kungfuchannel.com. Check it out. You can email me through there. I'm a... You know, pay through PayPal. If you don't have a PayPal account, except uh, I could send a invoice through PayPal, 
and then you won't need one to sign up but the the class is basic qigong class um just health we'll learn a little bit about uh just the uh you know breathing breathing's good for you talking about plugging into energy yeah yeah no, it's it's a lot. Uh, KungFuChannel.com, and and also it's on the affiliates page, ladies and gentlemen, too. So that uh, go and there's there's things that I want to talk about, Rob, that will actually lead the way into things like this, the Qigong and the Kung Fu. Um, we got to get into that just in a second. Let's do the uh, some super chats to unbury ourselves. All right, there's so many. This might be a problem. But Stostube says, great Thursday, gentlemen, just dropping a little support for the show. And hey, Rob's in the Thursday, frankly, house, kungfuchannel.com. Just signed up for a few more months myself. Thanks, Rob. Thank you, Christos. Christos is a, a great supporter of, uh, of what we do over here with your show, my class. And uh, thank you. Appreciate it. He's the best. Yeah. Uh, Albert Frederick says, no matter what they say... That they attempt, uh, that they're attempting at CERN, it's all bullshit. The only thing that they may accomplish is another mindfuck on people again. The question is, will you buy it? They are just humans like you and me, not gods. I don't play their games. Albert, good, Albert. Albert's getting salty tonight. Yeah. I like it. Good for Albert. You know, Albert is believes the earth is flat and there's no space, but he's also into astrology as well. Which I is never good at it. it you know, somewhat of a contradiction. I don't understand that. Yeah. Well, it's just the, he was—he did a, a reading for Krista, as a matter of fact. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, what, was it was it good? Well, Krista more is is more into the. Let's put it this way: like we were talking about observer effect, mm -hmm. right? So she's more into uh, Western astrology, and I think he does the Vedic astrology. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well. Well, hey, I I don't know. I don't know where the the stars and planets are. And what they are mm -hmm. uh, he, Albert has sent me a couple of videos over the years of stars in a jar to, to, <laughs> right, yeah. to show how how the little bits of light they pop up inside of jars of water just mm -hmm. to show what uh, what the night sky is really all about when it comes to flat earth <laughs> so maybe maybe it's just the stars in the jar that he's that, that are he's reading in in orbit yeah. or so, something mm -hmm. I don't know I don't uh, like I said I I let everybody speak their piece and at the end of the day I guess we'll all find out uh, here we go. Albert's good people, though. He is. He's yeah. great. Minnesota Cat says, I have observed that facts and truth are not equal. Facts are easily discernible with little effort and introspective capacity. Whereas truth is a reward for the diligent seeker, it transcends facts. Its essence is life, a, a, a searchable mystery. Hmm. I like that. It's true. There are so, there are so, much, there's so much that is... Um, is unspoken. There's so much that is unspoken that you just know clicks. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I, I I have I have more and more of those uh, instances with you know when we when we train mm -hmm. and we're practicing form. Uh, it's it's been a challenge for me. That's why I wanted to do it. Started ten eight years ago, almost ten years, and wow, you know. But I I knew it would be a challenge because it's very exotic concepts and right. movement and. And it's still very challenging, but... Right, even uh, just that one thing when I was saying from the last time, just that, that little connection. And now go and do that in everything. That's a, it's a whole new world. And here's the other thing. You know, there's another uh, article that, that came my way. I saw it yesterday. This is from Gallup. Okay, fewer in the U.S. now see the Bible as literal word of God. 
Uh, a record low 20% of Americans now say the Bible is a literal word of God, down from 24% the last time the question was asked in 2017. Uh, and half of what it was at the highest point in 1980 and 1984. Meanwhile, a new high of 29% say that the Bible is a collection of fables, legends, history, and moral precepts recorded by man. This marks the first time significantly more Americans view the Bible as not divinely inspired than as the literal word of God. The largest percentage, 49%, choose the middle alternative, roughly in line where it has been in the previous years. Now, why I wanted to bring this up, especially with what we've been talking about in the first half, is that um, when everything, every mainstream governmental, socio-political, NGO, scientific pursuit uh, really goes and endeavors to eliminate God's hand in things, and to restructure and to reframe our mindset for what the real hierarchy of the universe is. Um, I, I think, once again, it, it's one of those things that that you might feel the truth, mm-hmm. and, and that'll never be dead, right. but you may have less power to come to the conclusion of what it is if, if over generations people are and children are are <laughs> pulled away. Keeping bullshit on top of it. Bullshit on top. But <laughs> yeah. you'll, you'll always feel it. You always have that. Um, I'll right. give you an example. And this will tie right into Tai Chi, Qigong, Kung Fu, all that. Um, I was talking with, uh, with a, a family member of mine, very close to me. Uh, it was this whole point of stripping the su- supernatural from our traditions. And I was ta- I was walking with a family member of mine who was just you know just at a christening of one of our cousins, and it was at some Presbyterian church or I, I forget where it was. I don't know what those masses are like either way, but he was telling me, oh man, it was just all so boring. And I, I said, well, listen, of of course it is. You have to think of something this way again because this person is really struggling with their faith too, trying to you know we all were grow we grew up Catholic, all we mm-hmm. cousins and brothers and all that stuff. And it's been so long since we really had a connection with anything. So we're all asking questions now at the same time in our lives. And and he said, I said, Well you know, of course it's it's boring. You have to understand what it has become, these practices have become in mainstream America and in most places right now. You have the supernatural aspects of these gatherings have been burned out of the experiment, the experience. I mean, you're just watching a really shitty stage production at this point. Um, especially what's happened to like the, the liturgy and everything in, at the Catholic level of things too, uh, pre-conciliar before Vatican II. But if you're part of a congregation that understands that you are actually engaging in ritual activity with the clear intent on communing with the spiritual realm, like we see holy or evil. I mean, we can see that at the Gothard Tunnel Pass and other places. It's a completely different experience. The evil, they still take themselves pretty seriously, as you can see. It's, it's everyone else who has been convinced that our greatest defense against evil, outside of being well-armed, is boring and ineffective. Um, so... I uh, I see that I see that happening more and more, and I I've been understanding. It's why, you know, we 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 slow down the forms in kung fu to really understand what the movement is. That's why I've been slowing down the prayers too. That mm-hmm. I that I say, because for example, the Hail Mary, 
I used to be able to pride myself on mumbling through that quickly to be able to get through decades quick. Right. And then you just like, what are you saying? Are these? What are these words? What are these sounds? Right. You know, what are the words? Um, I think we're just moving. We're losing meaning with the uh, this jumble of movements or this jumble of words. We're we're losing a lot of it. Right. Remember those uh, the day where you had to sit outside and say the the rosary. You know, it would be like five hour fathers on the big beads and Hail Mary, Mary on everything. It's like, what is, talk about drilling into your mind, trying to, like you just said, get past it as fast as you could with not listening to any meaning at all of it. So, yeah. It's a big um, craziness. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, I, we, we do things and they become automatic, but they don't, we lose the essence of it. And that's what I mean. The, you know, Kung Fu stuff. It's like, that's what was I talking about just the other day? One little t- movement twisting. And then just in my own practice, like I was working on this move for two and a half hours the, the other day, right? Just on, on this one thing. And people would be like, that is insane. But once it's, <laughs> once you, it's, it becomes like you have the memorization. Like I, I know the, I know the Hail Mary. I could say it, right? And then just get through it. Well, you just do it to do it. But then if you actually analyze what's being done, what's being said in there, it opens up a whole different world. Yeah. Yeah. And once again, the the supernatural nature of our existence is is being hidden from us. And um, you know the controllers, they've kept their rituals in order. Let's keep getting some more, some super chats in, and then we'll, uh, we'll get to some calls. It's 810. We have plenty of time for everybody. I really don't have anything else in the second half. Just interaction and and uh, small talk so the phone works though right? the phone works i see people already calling in but we'll we'll get around to that in a moment lark star uh let's see lark star says impressive discussion on our catholic our collective sorry <laughs> our collective consciousness as we celebrate recent god moments together at quite frankly tv tribe thank you lark it's great to have you out there as always yes cacao Here's a guy, here's a guy who uh, dabbles in dimension hopping. He says, there is a dimension in this simulation where Aurora is a chicken McNugget. You're right. You're right. And, and a piece of broccoli. She's broccoli, chicken McNugget, and a banana. Uh, Lorianne says, hello from Rhode Island. I really enjoy listening to your shows, especially Thursdays. Oh, what rabbit holes you and Rob have led me down. The demons are showing their faces, and I'm so glad there's a place to go where so many others are seeing the same thing. Hmm. Yeah, this show has become like a comfort blanket for me, too. Degenerate Dan, whose name was born here in the Super Chats. Uh, Degenerate Dan says, It's always fun to listen to Rob and Frank riff on topics like CERN. Looking forward to owning that sweet personalized version of Windswept House. Cheers, my brother. There's a lot of people who are putting it out into the universe. They want this thing. I was looking at the other Super Chats that are coming, and a lot of people are willing it. I don't know, Dan. It's going to be interesting, because I only got one one to give away. Uh, Track for Anon says entering the book raffle. There you go, Dan. You're screwed. Azurbanipal's scribe says, Evening, brother. I said the same thing about the shitty uh, uh, Pentagon footage from 9-11 in comparison to the Guidestones. And it's 21 years later. 
who doesn't have a 4K security camera when your phones have 50 megapixels? Comical at the least. Be well. For sure. So I, said, why, I said, why the hell am I able to? Because I was taking the, the, the tracker. Mm-hmm. The video tracker, the uh, the progress bar, and I was sliding it slowly to actually see what time. That's where I saw four o'clock, four three past four at thirty three seconds. Right, right. Blows at thirty three. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to actually see because I wanted to see if there was like a rocket coming from anywhere or whatever. And I'm like, I- am I really going frame by frame right now? This is incredible. <laughs> this, this is like two thousand one all over again. But um, yeah, Marie. Just keep up the great work. Thank you, Marie. Dooku Dan. Hi, Frank. Hi, Rob. Legendary actor James Caan passed away at 82. May he rest in peace. He was a legend. Sonny's gone. Yeah. He's gone. Uh, and we were just watching Mickey Blue Eyes again last uh, last October. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, um, you know, he was one of those guys he made in 2016. Somebody pulled him aside and did a, a little bit of a interview with him about his politics and whether or not he was part of that very typical liberal clique in Hollywood. And he was very, very firm on, I am not a fucking Hollywood liberal. I'm an ultra, he says ultra, con- I don't know what that means. <laughs> but it was cool to hear somebody from Hollywood say that so sternly. He wouldn't strike me as a uh, liberal at all. No. Just in his interviews and demeanor. No, too confident. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> too confident. And I and I, you know, I sent that to King. Mm-hmm. I e- I emailed I, or I texted it over to King because you know we talk about uh, Sonny and and the, the Godfather every mm. once in a while. And um, and then I showed him the interview where he said what he said about not being a Hollywood liberal. And he says, okay, I'll give him a pass on that one because he King does not like when they cast Jews to be Italians. Okay, they, he does not like it. Understood. You know, he didn't didn't, yeah. he didn't like dice for the for the reason he didn't like that 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 persona. Cause, okay, because he was playing an Italian, right? For sure. Um, they Rick Rubin even got some acting gigs as like an Italian guy. He did like a really low budget. Rick Rubin? Yeah, he did a really ro- low budget. Thing really? Years ago, he sh- he sent me the video. It is cheesy as hell. I gotta ask him what what that video is. Um, but yeah, King. He didn't like that, but he he gave James Conn a pass. Okay. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Albert Frederick says, Frank, we don't have to talk about Skinwalker Ranch. Awesome. Uh, Awesome after show last night. Rob is correct. With uh, with an observer, there is nothing to collapse. Without an observer, there is nothing to collapse the wave. CERN occurs to me as another Oak Island for people with too much money. All right, let's take a uh, let's take some calls to 914-595-6953. We'll let this run to 8:30, then we'll take another quick break and come back for the uh, the end here. It's been a long time since we had the phones working, so I just want to I want to soak it up and see what comes through, especially from some of those new new listeners. 914-595-6953, or you can jump into the Discord. I am in there as well. And let's uh, let's bring in Doc Keck. What's going on, Doc? I'm sure you have something very interesting to say. Oh man, a couple of things, Frank. Uh, we're talking CERN, quantum physics. It's just kind of like, oh man, in the candy store. Yeah. Um, uh, one of the things, uh, at least one of the most interesting new things that have come out of the most recent experiments. Um, was the observation of the bending of the magnetic field of the Earth. 
I don't know if you had seen or kind of I have not. touched on anything. I have not. So uh, there's this um, YouTuber's name's uh, BP Earthwatch. I know him. Um, yep. And he, there is a satellite which monitors the magnetic uh, field of the planet. And you can see when CERN goes on how these magnetic fields are kind of pulling into the Earth. So it's having an effect on the, you know, Earth's ability to, I don't know, filter out cosmic rays. Um, but the most interesting part that he said um, was that the Earth itself was generating power in order to re-establish the magnetic fields themselves. Which means like with the 13.6 tera electron volts, because they ran two beams at the same time, and the Earth itself generated at least that much energy within itself to push back and reestablish the, the magnetic field. Just amazing. So there's almost like a fight going on between the planet and the scientists. Yeah, there's like some type of electric polarity that's going on because I mean, I don't know that this has ever been done before anywhere. And what you have is just like this immense amount of energy. And in the back of my head, I just I think that the Earth is slowly locating where that energy is and we might see a plasma discharge or they might or the earth might move a van ellen belt like one of the van ellen belts which are plasma fields and just boom zap it go boom like and we might be seeing something like in my brain i think if they keep wrapping this up they're just gonna they're gonna cause a massive discharge with uh, the energy of the planet and they have no idea what they're playing with Reminds me of uh, George Carlin talking about all of the environmental <laughs> activists and, right. you know, save the bees, save the snails, save all that stuff. And he said, you know, the earth is going to shake us off like a bad cold or mm -hmm. like a like a, a surface nuisance, he says. We keep uh, tinkering around. Um, that's, uh, that's interesting. I never a a had to anybody articulate that kind of a, that kind of a, a face-off that is brewing right now, Doc Keck, between science and the natural earth who's going to win i would put my i'd put my my money on nature yeah because i mean even if and they even say oh we're, we have to be within the realm of quantum physics well within the foundation of quantum physics they acknowledge you cannot know where both something is and where it is going at the at the same point you either know where something is or you know where it's going so to have a unified field where you meld those two together, but foundationally, you know, the entire science is based upon that dichotomy, you're you're running into a brick wall. You're always going to be limited by that. Well, maybe that's why uh, Sergio Bertolucci in 2009 said that uh, we are knocking on the door of, of, of potential unknown unknowns. Definitely. So. And... Uh, and also like uh, an extra version of consciousness. I think a, a lot of what uh, the occult is, is, a, is a, it's an inversion and an internalization of consciousness. That, that video, that meta, that, uh, that salt radio video, <laughs> choice. Oh yeah, for, for someone like you, that, that must have been like just, you know, having somebody sing the ABCs. I'm gonna have to read it, I'm gonna have to watch that maybe two more times because I want to internalize so much of it. But I, I know that you're already tuned in to those uh, those specialties. That must have been like a, a tickler, the French tickler for you, or a, something like that. 
no, I mean, it was kind of like, uh, connect the dots, la, la, la. Like, I'm, I'm, I was aware of all the dots, but how they connect and where they evolved and moved into? Hmm. Well, if you... Well, if you've got anything else for us, Doc, you got to call in. Watch the watch the video once or twice more, and uh, if you think that there's anything very nuanced that we may have missed that really hammers home a big point that should be um, brought to the audience, then just hop back in. Yeah, I, I do have one, and I, I did write it down while you were talking earlier, um, and, and it is that consciousness is... Our nervous system is our interface with it. And the idea of centralizing all consciousness of the universe within oneself is a Gnostic desire. And, uh, yeah, why as a species would we want to run away from God? And it's really just more of like an internalization of the self, a glorification of the ego, and kind of standing as one's own Satan. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's Absolutely. Wh- that's why you have to be cast out of the house by your parents from time to time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> down to the basement, you go. It's okay. That's why the, the prodigal son is uh, is in there. Yes. Uh, yep. Hey, you know the other thing about the prodigal son? Uh, and thanks again, Doc. It's great to have you on. Many blessings. Thank you. Yes. The, the other thing about that that, I, um, that was explained to me at one point, uh, it wasn't so much... He said, you know, you have the one son that stayed, but that, that stayed with the father, did his duty. And he was kind of like, you know, what, what the hell, you know, what's going on? Why are you, why are you, why are you giving him a, a big coming home party when he did everything you didn't right. want him to do? And, you know, spent his, his uh, inheritance and all that stuff. And, um, and I think the, it was explained to me, he said, what you really have to take away from that is, that yes, there is redemption even for there is opportunity for redemption even for those of us who make mistakes and truly repent in the end. But th- to think about those who have stayed on a righteous path for most of the and have been diligent in trying to stay on a righteous path, if they, if your stupid younger brother, mm-hmm. got the welcome home party, think about what you'll receive for having you know committed mm. to the righteous path. That's, right. Oh, oh, that's right. You know, that's, that's something to keep in keep in mind there not to think about what's in it for me but to just to think about how things come back in 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 spades mm-hmm. all right let's take a uh, let's take a call from mason in kentucky what's going on you're on with uh frank and rob what's up boys I've hey mason lately. i'm happy about it great to have you on hey i'm sitting out here looking over the beautiful lake tonight at my family's lake house bobbing with the earth energy or whatever i've never really got into all that stuff but it's interesting and i wanted to call in the last guy kind of said something i'd seen too i don't know i don't know much about energy and waves and all that uh but i had heard somewhere else that the human resident resonance or whatever had been affected by cern and basically that also i don't know if that's related to what he was talking about but it had also kind of like they they saw it like rebound like um at the same time like push back against it so i that's what i was i i saw i forget where i saw it but i wanted to tell you all that because i thought that was really interesting well thank you for uh, rob what do you what did you hear about that i i remember reading something about the schumann residence slowing resonance slowing down yeah and i've 
I just see when there's anomalies in it that various places will, will post the meters and, and what have you, but I haven't seen it as far as what the caller's talking about as a, a response similar to what you know Doc Heck said um, in regards to CERN. Mm. But that's interesting. I'm looking at um Sorry, go ahead. No, no go, ahead. go right ahead, Mason. Yeah, so I, anyways, I'm just really enjoying, I, I love these shows, man. I, I, I like the political stuff because you always really put a good um, head on what I'm thinking and phrase it in ways that, you know, I'm trying to reach for. Probably because you sit down and write it and you're good at it, but I, I appreciate these too because it's like a uh, respite from all that, you know? So, yes. No, that's um, that's the whole point. I, I wanted to recommend to you too. Actually, I know you're always talking about entertainment. I won't get off topic, but I'll, I'll just say this and hang up because I know we're always searching for good entertainment these days. I couldn't believe I liked it, but on Amazon, a great show, uh, The Terminalist, Chris Pratt, it was amazing. Like, best show I've watched in years. Okay. So it had uh, the whole plot with uh, government and corporate interaction and um, experimenting on soldiers and, I mean, all kinds of, you know, it, it's right up your alley. So I've seen the... I've seen the coming attractions for it, Mason. I guess I'll put that on my watch list. Thank you for that, man, and thanks for calling in. I'm glad that you. Um, I'm glad that they you get that um, that feeling from the show. That, that's exactly how I like to balance out the weeks as well. Get a little bit of uh, headlines in earlier on. Get that out of your system, and then just pave the way for other topics as the week progresses, and and the soul's a little bit more uh, accepting. Accepting. That's a good one. All right, 914-595-6953. Let's take a call from, hey, Poopy. Poopy Butthole's on the show. What's going on, Poopy? Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, Rob? Hi, Frank. Welcome back, man. It's been a while. So what's on your mind? Uh, I wanted to mention one thing. Uh, always, <clears throat> it's always, I always want to mention this when, when people talk about CERN because there's one thing that nobody ever mentions and it kind of puts a different perspective, at least for me, uh, about the whole experimentation thing. And um, when you talk about CERN, you say, well, okay, there's this you know, big facility or whatever, and uh, they, they're, they're accelerating particles, and they're trying to find something. Um, but what, what I learned is there is the, the, the the CERN is a is a large hadron collider. That's what it's called. That's the biggest one that they have. But there are these accelerators that they have everywhere else in the world. And it's there's an estimated. I'm, I'll read you the fact. It's estimated to have thirty thousand of them around the planet. So to me, that kind of that kind of puts it in a different perspective. Like, okay, one facility okay fine they're experimenting they're trying to find something but there's fucking 30,000 of them around the planet like what are they doing what are they doing all this same thing like this doesn't make sense so I started looking into it this was a couple of years ago and I found there was one that's like by my house like 15 20 miles away from my house in Brooklyn and you can in it it's on Long Island so it's like right outside of Brooklyn on Long Island, and you couldn't see these things because if you if you look on Google Maps, you can see that it's a giant circle. You know how they, you know how they're built. It's a, it's like a, it's a, a it's like a, um, 
I guess it's like a uh, but like uh, some buildings that are you could see an outline of a big giant circle and that's the accelerator where they put the particles through so why the fuck is there 30,000 of these things and why is there one I mean okay fine and to get into the little conspiracy theory part of this if you and this is this is actually how I found out about it this guy was just going crazy talking about it and he, he was like this, what, this one is long, on Long Island I checked it's 20 miles away from me but if you take the, the um if you take this like the southernmost point and there's like you could see there's points right so if you take a point on the uh, I mean uh, uh, on the east an east point to the west point and if you draw a line <laughs> oh my god through this if you draw a line from this from the west point to the east point and all the way through guess what it lines up with where the fucking world trade center um, um, the towers hmm that, that's that's where the lines it, it, it was it was pretty insane you know to your point to so, your, to your point poopy and um, and to, to know you know to, to to know what what they're doing obviously when there's over 30,000 of these things all different sizes it's uh, it's impossible to know and uh, it, it's also could be it ought to know that in Texas I found this I knew that there was one in Texas that was going to beat them all now it was abandoned but there was a super collider that was going to be built in Texas that was canceled the accelerator this is from scientific American from a couple of years ago an accelerator that would collide high-energy protons the SSC's ring would be around 87.1 kilometers in circumference okay 87 kilometers in circumference well how uh, big is CERN I don't I don't I don't I don't know I have to go find that but I, I do believe that this would have been bigger um, wow. circling the small town of Waxahachie Texas can you imagine having this thing surrounding your town like a snake <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. 48 kilometers south of Dallas at 20 tera uh, 20 tera electron volts per proton close to the regime of ultra-high energy cosmic rays it was to have 20 times the collision energy of any existing or planned machine. So I don't know if it would have been bigger, though it sounds like it would have been bigger than the one that we have out there um, in Switzerland. But the fact that it would have 20 times the collision energy of any existing or planned machine, it would have had five times the energy of even today's Large Hadron colli uh, colli uh, collisions, Collider Collisions. Uh, that design only had one. That design had only one tenth of the beam luminosity of the Large Hadron Collider. But because of its higher energy, it would have produced about half of the Higgs uh, events seen at CERN, says John Gunyan of the University of California. Um, so they were. That's that's huge. When canceled, about 20% of the SSC was complete. Specifically, two dozen kilometers of tunnels. Uh, that had been drilled with 17 access sh uh, shafts and 18,600 square meters of buildings erected. Over $2 billion had already been spent, most likely by the DOE, but also $400 million by the state of Texas. They throw in. This was an article from 2013, The Super Collider That Never Was, by the Scientific American. So, yeah. So, are there, are there official story is that, there, let's say, what, this super one comes up, is their official story that hey, we're going to be doing the same thing as CERN? We're going to be colliding particles just to find this these exotic particles. 
I, I, it is seems. That, is that official? It seems. It seems like they want it. And, and thanks for the call, Poopy. It's great to hear from you again. Do it more often, please. Um, uh, love you. Lo- love you too. Damn it. I thought you was, I'm always, I always think people are done speaking. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. I Unless there's somebody out there that can give us something else as to what they're looking for, it always seems to be new exotic particles. Things that result from smashing other particles together. It's a particle collider. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I, I wouldn't be able to classify any of those particles for you, but but yeah, let's take one more call before break. Hey, uh, King, what's going on? Hey, what's happening, man? Hey, are you calling up about uh, James Con? Oh, um, Julie Corleone? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I told everybody that you gave him a pass, though, because of his his uh, his mindset. Kinda. Kinda. Okay. Well, what do you what do you got Can't for really us, Trust them people. They say one thing and do another. You know what I mean? Well. I mean, you know, one thing or another happens. You know. That's my opinion. That's the king's opinion, YouTube. My Frankie <laughs> and Ron, right? Thank you. That's Thank you. the king's opinion. You kept right, us. Guys? You kept us on air for well, one more week. Leave them alone. <laughs> one more week, we're on you air. Know, now. Um, the 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 movie you're thinking of with Rick Rubin was tougher than leather. Yes, tougher than leather. Rick Rubin. Okay. So, I didn't know leather. this at all. Rick Rubin as uh, my boss's son. Who, now, who, here's the thing, too, right? The guy that played the mob boss, right? He was Rick Rubin's real father, also a Jew, and he's got, he's doing the most Jewiest of the Jew. He doesn't even pass. He's one of us. Oi, what are you doing with my money? It's like, this can't be, like, serious here. They, 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 and, there's, and he's supposed to be Italian gangster, or is it like a no. Meyer Lansky type of... No, he's supposed to be Italian. Really? No, no, he's supposed to be Italian, yeah. Okay. And hey, it's um, a young Rick Rubin. Yeah, I never well, what, heard what of year, this. What year, was the, what year was that was uh, Tougher Than Leather King, and who was the main... Get, there was a, a musician in it. Who was it? Run DMC, and it was 1988. <laughs> okay. you you got to check it. It's on... Yeah. The full is Run, on YouTube. Run DMC aren't playing Italians in it, are they? No. Okay. No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> they dress like they dress like guineas from Queens, but they're well, not playing Italian. Yeah. Well, what else you got they for us, King? Did. They stole they stole that look from us. Hmm. The hats and the sweatsuits. That was guineas in Queens. Not no blacks. Nothing against you colleagues, but you stole that look from us. Ava, check it out, Frankie. I know you've been talking about Roe versus Wade through the week. Yeah, a little Can bit. Can I weigh in on it real quick? Yeah, sure, go ahead. Because hey, I, I haven't had a chance to yet. So I guess the argument here is that the women don't want men controlling their body. Broads, let me tell you something. I control your bo- body. I always have. Hey, put your leg up here. All right, now bend over. And you've never had a problem with it before. So I don't know what the problem is now. Right, right. No, it's 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 it's, it's, it's sound you know, logic. Hey, sound you know logic. Cool, all the ones, all the ones protesting, right? All them purple-haired freaks, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, none, none of them. See them protesting. Name one you see on them protest lines that that are getting laid. You know, none of them are getting laid. They'll never have to worry about an abortion. I mean, I wouldn't even fuck them, and I'll fuck damn near anything. Well, you know, you bring always bring very cogent points to every show, and this is a big one. I think that you have observed things that people have observed, 
when when watching these protests in action. And I appreciate you more than ever tonight, King. Thank you so much for the call. Not a problem. All right, have a good one. There you go, uh, King Forty. Jews, blacks, and uh, you know whatever. That lesbians. was yeah. Blues, Jews, blacks, lesbians. We got our little bit our 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 uh, current events roundup right there. Totally. Okay, okay, we're gonna be we're gonna be right back. Take some more calls and get into the super chats even more. Don't go anywhere. Hey, how you doing? How's your mom? Fuck out of here. Hey, how you doing? Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Hey, how you doing? Oh, you got so big. Fuck out of here. You just assured me that I could speak. Sit down inside the car. You're not assuring anything. Under arrest. Look, I'm under what? Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. Have a look at the headlock here. See that chap over there? Get your hand off my penis! This is the bike who got me on the penis before. Get some cups. Why did you do this to me? Get some cups. For what reason? What is the charge? Eating a meal? A succulent Chinese meal? Oh, that's a nice headlock, sir. Oh, ah, yes. I see that you know your judo well. Good one. And you, sir, are you waiting to receive my limp penis? How dare you get your hands on me? Ta-ta! And farewell. One cup, look! <laughs> oh! Hello, everyone! <laughs> Master Yoda here. And when the day is done, I like to watch, quite frankly. <laughs> Once you start watching, quite frankly, forever will it dominate your destiny. Consume you it will, like the gallon of milk I just drank. <laughs> oh! Show. <laughs> this is a good episode. 
no disrespect to the English, but if those were like NYPD, that guy would not get three syllables out of his mouth before. Not back then, at least. No, not even now. Get your hand off my penis! <laughs> oh, succulent meal! <laughs> boy, oh boy. Okay, well, we are back. It is 8.40, and we're going to be taking a few more calls, but first we'll jump into the Super Chats. We have an impossible pile to get through. So I may be doing a little bit more of this tomorrow, to be honest. Um, but let's see. Patrick and Gina from Blue Monster Prep says, Thought we'd throw our hat in the ring. Your notes are great, Frank. We want, but we want Aurora's autograph. I know. It's a great autograph. So Patrick and Gina from Blue Monster Prep, they are in the running here. Silly Boar says, Great show as always. Thursdays with Rob and taking it back. Make Thursdays the best day for, quite frankly. It is It is a very satisfying day for me. It always has been. Thor's uh, day. Thor's day. Dropping the hammer. Yeah, so did, isn't there a new Thor movie out? Oh, you, who cares? I don't Yeah, who cares? I saw somebody reviewing it. It sucks. I haven't seen any of them, but I'm just. They suck. They suck. Next. Uh, next. Sleuth Sister says, love your show, Frank. You make the insane shit show, to the insane shit show, tolerable. I appreciate it, Sleuth. Kando says, hi, Frank and Rob. Did you hear that the teachers union is trying to get everyone to change the definition of women to birthing persons so they're in their organization? One more step to make sure uh, your our youth are being led down the road of confusion and insanity. Yeah, that's going to be one hell of a uh, one hell of a situation for the teachers union legally. I don't know why, but to hell with them. I can't think of something worse than uh, th I can think of things as bad as the teachers union, but not worse. Uh, <laughs> Do you ever you ever see that Norm Macdonald thing? He's like on a guesting on a show, and they're like, "Well, the teacher like it's like mother. That's the hardest job." and it's like, yeah, he's like, the teacher, and then someone's like, no, teaching's the hardest thing. He's like, no, it's not. They're like, they get mad at him. He's like, well, first off, I have a mother, and I have, my mother was a teacher. I could say this. He's like, it's not the hardest job. He's like, you teach first grade. Like, you only need to know as much as a second grader. <laughs> like, I love that. Yeah. I love that. If you teach third grade, yeah. you really only have to be as smart as a fourth grader. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So and with these teachers' unions, it's it's who are we giving <laughs> all this stuff again to? Yeah, honestly. And, and really, when you think about it, I, I understand when people say collective bargaining and why it was important. And uh, I'm sure, like most things, collective bargaining agencies, maybe, they're, maybe unions are still important. Somewhere, maybe there are unions out there, local pipe fitters and whatever the hell that are actually going to that they actually do a service mm -hmm. and they have not been they have not been transformed into gigantic perverse political. Uh, Please or, point point the one out. I would love to uh, give I, them credit like for this. serving their uh, constituents well. Hey, I only I only leave the the window of oper window of possibility open just because I don't know for sure. That is a conspiracy theory. Yeah, that there <laughs> that there's a that there's a Unco noble union. Un yeah, uncorrupted union. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. When you, I'll tell you when when they had that um, that that opinion passed down. What was it, two or three years ago? It was a major opinion that said that unions, especially teachers' unions, could not collect dues from non-union members. Mm -hmm. The fact that there are people that had to give up part of their pay to teachers' unions that they were not a part of just so they can continue to donate to Democrat politicians 
And how would that even work? And so what was it? They were like in a, a trial period, so they had to pay before they were even accepted? Don't know. That's I, crazy. That's extortion. It is. Literally extortion. It is. And, and once again, what do they provide? Mike, I, I talked to Mike and a few other guys that work with like local town mm -hmm. organizations. They don't see their union reps ever mm -hmm. unless the election rolls around. They say, remember, vote Democrat. That's why they show up. They were not on their side for any of the man, the the mandates. I don't know how some of my friends got through without. They they held strong, and they they made good for them because look what was proven that they didn't even have to have to go there. Right, and yeah. good for Uruguay by the way. Uruguay, um, their their courts and I, I, somebody in their government they actually told Pfizer they have to. Uh, answer a very provocative list of questions about effects, hmm. tri uh, trial data, injuries, all that stuff. And in the meantime, they have completely frozen any any uh, administering of this concoction to anybody under the age of 13 in the meantime. Thank God. Yeah, no, some com Good for them. Some, some common sense. And we see the diabolical stuff that's happening here. Yeah. Some care. Hector Morales. Says, bro, wanted to have extra cash for a while. I wanted to have extra cash for a while uh, to help support you. And today I won a bit on scratch off. So sharing is caring, bro. Hope that uh, hope I win that book too. Much love and respect, man. Thanks to you for what you do, brother. Watch every night. Thank you, Hector. I hope you're doing well, and I hope you win all the scratch offs in the world. Uh, let's take a call from Art from New York, which is always a nice addition to a Thursday night. What's going on, Art? How you feeling? I'm all right, man. Hi, Rob. How are you, man? I'm doing well, Art. Good to hear from you. All right. I'm same here. Listen, Frank, it's like uh, you, you, you missed like a uh, 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 memory. You had a guest. Uh, the, uh, you remember the uh, the um, the guy who goes to who was planning to go back to Amazon. Oh, Timothy Alberino. Timothy Alberino. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So you got that guy last year, and he was talking about CERN and what they are doing over there. And he has respect for whatever they're doing. And he was talking about them collecting or creating the, uh, the dark matter. And they gave you a call that night and I said, I look, I, keep, I, I look at my notes, I said, the dark matter inside each one of us that feed and nurse the unknown energy of our soul is not a mathematical formula and it, it's not for self. That's the missing link for the AI singularity. They're trying to to to, to make the the dark matter. I think you you need to go back to that to that uh, program and you you will hear whatever he said because he visited CERN and he was talking about that. I think. Well, you know, Art, um, if you got access to, I don't know if you you've never emailed me before, so I don't know if you know if you have an email address, but you should email me any question that you have because next week we have a pretty big lineup of guests as well. We got Leo Zagami that is coming on with us on the twelfth, and then next Friday, um, next Friday night, uh, Timothy Alberino comes back on, so I can ask him. CERN will still be pretty relevant. I can throw that in there. So just email. Yeah, me. I try. I, I tried to look uh, back on your on your YouTube channel and I couldn't find uh, that program. But they, I'm sure that like if you go back and look into uh, to it, like uh, last year, he was talking about CERN. Well, I'll uh, I'll I'll definitely bring it up again to see if he has any uh, any questions or or any any thoughts on the matter since it is now fresh in the public consciousness again. But thanks for the call, Art. It's great to hear from you. 
You're welcome. Thank you, and have a great evening, guys. All right, be well. You know, I want to have a I want to have a, a a Turkish coffee with Art one day. <laughs> you know, uh. maybe at a hookah bar. Mm. I love having Turkish coffee at hookah bars, mm -hmm. uh, but I haven't been to one of those in a very long time. Right. This is why go to the city at this point. Yeah. So whatever. <laughs> just, just maintain. Uh. Ugh. T Tigris D says, always listening while taking care of the hens. Longtime listener, thanks for the daily entertainment. Thank you. American Girl says, the weekend's almost here. Frank and Rob listening while clearing out the garage, setting up home gym for my husband and me. You help the world go by faster. Cheers. I wonder what kind of stuff that they're putting into that home gym. Hmm. Less is more. <laughs> yeah. I, it's all it's all calisthenics now for me. Yeah. Um, it's I've I've been whittled down to almost nothing as far as equipment goes. Play possum for me. Says thank you for all that you do. Still living in the, the uh, still living the insane life of an unvaccinated nurse. That that's a pat on the back yeah. right there. Absolutely. Well, thank you. The sounds of New York. Las Vegas Lisa says, Frank, you are the teaspoon of sugar that helps the medicine go down. I've never seen a show host with your talent, dedication, and genuine gratitude for their uh, audience. I love being a Frankly. Well, I, I appreciate, I appreciate every, everything you said there. Thank you so much. There's so much, um, so much coming in. I know a lot of people want to get in on this raffle, but it's really going to hamstring us. I'm going to have to... We might bleed over a little bit. Let's take a call from Mitchell. Mitchell McCall. What's going on, Mitchell? Hey, you've already got my name. Yes, I know. You, you've called it. You have to have called in before because I stored it. Yes, sir. Well, I'm glad you did that. Uh, makes me feel special. How y'all doing this evening? Doing well. Doing well. What's what's uh what's going through your mind tonight? Uh. I've had a pressing question ever since I've looked into the whole CERN topic uh, that I'd like to ask pose to you and Rob in the audience. And uh, that is just, uh, you know, kind of a fundamental problem with the whole experiment of the double slit experiment. Okay. So it's kind of like the tree in the forest. Uh, you know, nobody's there. Did it really happen? So how is it that all of our quantum physics and, and all of our science since then has been based on this experiment when the problem is, okay, if you're observing these particles <clears throat> passing through one slit or the other or both at the same time, as they say, um, how is it that they validated that it behaved differently when they weren't looking at it? How can you not look at something and validate how it behaves if you are not, in fact, observing. Uh, I, well, I don't know how much this, that everything since the double slit experiment has been based on it. Uh, remember, this is, these, these are all just very well-known experiments that have been conducted within the, the realm of theoretical physics. But as far as, as far as the, uh, as far as the observer effect, I, I wouldn't be able to really explain it. I, I I had uh, I have a very basic understanding of what the conclusion was, but as far as how it was conducted, there's probably an answer for your question. But I'm I'm just unfortunately, at least right now, I can go and and look into it and see if I could really grasp the 
the entire thing there, or we can bring somebody on to to explain it. But I think I think that is a uh, the answer to your question is is buried a little bit more into the methodology there. And I would hope that if there's not an answer, then of course it's uh, your your question is becoming uh, more and more pressing uh, by the day for sure. But that I wish I could go a little bit more into depth, but I can't. Uh, Rob, do you do you have any? Well, I mean, I guess similar to that, but different is like, remember we talked about the messages in the, in the water mm-hmm. where you would play different frequencies and matter would conform to the nature of that. So if you played like, you know, discordant music or whatever, that the molecules of the water would, you know, uh, they would observe it and point. look different versus, you know, uh, classical music and that the, the actual shapes would change. And contingent upon what right. was how it was reacting, interacting with, you know, the wave. Mitchell, that I, I, I that is a great example right there. Not not completely on no, uh, in line with the type of experiment that you're asking about. But as far as the um, the power of of a human intention and concentration and consciousness, uh, there is another there is another example of human intention actually making physical changes to matter so as far as observing particles that are already you know dancing between dimensions that uh who who knows but i'll try to find a, a better answer for you man thanks again for the call all right thank you frank all thanks, right Rob. very mysterious universe it's a mysterious universe we live in mm-hmm. Okay, let's get to the, some super chats again. Let's see here. Lease Breaker says, "Enter me into the raffle, man." And if Rob is there, tell him I said what's up. Get into Rob's Qigong class, kungfuchannel.com. A lot of Franklies are doing it. Phils, Phils WW. Now, Rob, if you're able, to, if if part of the Qigong exercise a bonus one day, you guys should change the crystalline patterns in water together. Well. I- how much uh, are you of water? 70%. Even more. Even more. Even more. Yeah. So we're, we're definitely uh, adding that component to it. And there's other people will know, like the condensing exercise that we do, people that, people that know the class know what I'm talking about, um, where you're using the mind, the imagination to uh, activate. I mean... During the class, we, we open up the passageway, but we use the, the mind. There's a little bit of... Uh, what, like bone breathing? Bone breathing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Store the energy. Um, so you could kind of say it's like fake it till you make it. But what is there? I mean, it's all it's all this. It's all in here, right? Everything. So It's a great point you make. Um, when you take the messages in the water experiments, and you, it, it's, what it's there really to remind you of is not only the power of the human mind on matter, but the fact that you're able to impact the patterns in water so much to actually um, impact the quality of water with your mm-hmm. mind. If your body is over 70% right. water, think about what your thoughts do to your body. Right. And, 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 and I don't think it, it matters whether it's, a, <laughs> it's water or anything, right? It's, it's the, our reality here. Indeed. Indeed. Which is interesting because it's, you know, what is this reality and what is beyond this reality? So that's, and why, as we were talking in the beginning, why is it that there that the they, the proverbial they, are trying to herd us into a whatever version of, of that and then trying to just 
drop it down even more to add this other layer of technological projection onto things. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a contrarian. Where they're pushing down this way, I want to look <laughs> the other way, past it a little bit. The re rebellion. Yeah. A little bit more... The, the rebellion. Yeah, my rebellion of... Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a rebellion, but I'm rebelling against the rebellion. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I want to go back home. Let's go to uh, let's go to Rockfin for a little bit. Todd Fife, thank you so much. Very generous tip. Tip. Twisted Wizard Matt is out there. Says there's a good side to this ancient knowledge. We create reality. I sent you the healing cancer under three minutes in Discord video. It's an understanding that all are one and God is all. Uh, Fishhead Montana says, quote, just as the sun by itself illumin illuminates the entire world, so the field owner illuminates everything in the field. That's uh, Bhagavad Gita, chapter 13, the field and its owner. Uh, Fishhead Montana also says, we know it's flat, Rob, get it right. <laughs> and the movement of the stars work perfectly on a flat stationary plane. Okay, I thought that. Okay, so I thought I thought that the flat was contingent upon um, the what you call it. Yeah, the word is escaping me. The 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 dome, the firmament, the firmament. Yeah, I thought I had that crazy weird dream about that too. But yeah, the firmament. So I thought that was like a that they were just a projection onto the firmament if it if it was flat. Maybe. I mean, we know that it's just, it's a concave thing anyway. <laughs> Surrounded by ice, right? With a dome on top of it. I, I give people credit for knowing exactly. <laughs> I have no idea. Because I'll tell you, I, uh, I I tend to favor the spherical or at least the not flat model. Mm -hmm. And I still wouldn't be able to prove it to you no matter what. Yeah. So one way or another. Concave. Uh, they can yeah. split the difference. Concave I think I, I still think trapezoid. Trapezoid earth. Rhombus, <laughs> rhombus earth. Toroidal field earth. Selling the farm on Rumble says, you keep me hanging on, Frank and Rob. Love this show. And then we have one coming in from uh, An Elixir. Says, I'd rather watch Aurora than quite frankly. Yeah, I said it. Well, she doesn't have a show yet, so. Yet. Yeah. Well, we'll, <laughs> we'll see. She's got the gene, though. I can <laughs> tell you guys that. <laughs> she loves company. Mm -hmm. yeah. She loves company. She loves when people are over. She's... Oh, man. Oh, you saw. Yeah, she was loving life, uh, driving that Maserati around. <laughs> <laughs> she loves it. Let's see. That was on 4th of July. Um, C. Blanche on Foxhole says, God bless. Thanks, pal. Tangerine 26 from C. Blanche. Well, they're all thanking each other. Uh, Car uh, Karen Hare, seven facts and truths, Karen Hare. That's funny. Uh, our Cloaked Unseen says, Voynich Manuscript, I would love sharing how I broke its code. Our Cloaked Unseen broke the Voynich Manuscript code. Sweet. Let us know about it. I was, uh, I was, I told, quite frankly, writer John Carroll, I would love to do a one-pager on the Voynich Manuscript, you know, how the, the uh, where it came from and, and the history of it all, but... Apparently, our cloaked unseen broke the code that nobody has broken in hundreds of years. CB Joey three two one says, "Does this count as an entry to the raffle, or does it have to be sub? Uh, it has to be, quite frankly, super chat, 
Sorry, Joey. Just just for my own organizational purposes. Abe is almost done editing and poolside video of me in a G-string, says Zoso Dude. Great. That'll be our August dancer. Uh, let's see. C. Bland says, thanks. Oh, they're thanking Tangerine again. So thank you, guys. I am going to release the scratching over there on Foxhole because I am... It's 9 o'clock, and we have got to make some... So thank you, everybody, on Rumble. Thank you on Pilled. Thank you, everybody, on um, on Rockfin. One more came in. GG wants his great conversation last night with Krigler. Your shows keep getting better and better. Thank you. Thank you, GG. It's wonderful. And thank you, everybody, on Rockfin for that. Now, um, there's a bunch of people from four hours ago and beyond. Beanpick, Ahabin, DFW, Frank from the dry side of Washington, T Terry's wheelchair, Shotzi, Gene Audino, Mike Rogan, Susan, Corey James, 74, Gucci Girl, 70, uh, 757, Free Dubs, Open in My Eyes, Fat Boy Vince, Gringo Supremo, Scuba Steve, uh, uh, Lisa Wareham, Susan Spring, Squickly, Nikki Humphreys, all of you guys and more, Wendy, Wendy Mahoney, Adam Blaine, Big Irk, Mama Time Lord, Napkin, Trish. I'm going to try to get through all of you guys tomorrow. These are all uh, super chats that came overnight that they want to enter in for the, the book raffle, but there's no time here tonight. Um, I don't want to keep Rob until 11 just l reading these things. But uh, Rob, anything else you want to close with? I think that we did a lot of great stuff tonight. Yeah, I think it's, it's good. Just like that is good. Yeah. No. Yeah, actually, I actually feel a little bit clueless what's going on in D.C. That's great. <laughs> I'd rather DC. talk about clones and CERN and... Yeah, the nature of our subjective reality. Yes. And why it's this way. Or at least where subjectivity plays some kind of a role. Yeah. But that's, uh, that's what we have. I hope everybody goes to check out KungFuChannel.com. And I hope that uh, people come by tomorrow night for our weekend uh, weekend finale, our week finale. Ping Trip is on the air, but I think Matt might be stopping by. I have some funny stuff to do. Uh, there will be some headlines, too, to start off. We'll do Babylon B headlines. We'll have a good time. And next week, another good one. Another awesome string of shows. You know, next week, Rob, we're going to have Jeff Harmon back on to do uh, astrology update. Mm -hmm. So I got some questions. I'll let you know what I have. So maybe you can come up with some stuff too. But all right, that's it. Thank you all. See you tomorrow at 7. Rob, thanks again for coming by, man. Thank you. All right. Where are we at? Oh, there we go. Goodbye. I'll catch you on the flip side. Quite frankly, is film before a live studio audience. And now our super chatter, starting with Stostube, Albert Frederick, Minnesota Cat, Larkstar444, Yes Cacao, Lorianne, Degenerate Dan, Track Foranon, Azure Bonneball's Scribe, Marie, Dooku Dan, Albert Frederick, Patrick and Gina, uh, Sillybore, Sleuth Sister, Kando, Hector Morales, Tigress, American Girl, Play Possum for Me, Las Vegas Lisa, Easy Seas, Lise, Elise Breaker, Phil's WW, Bean Pie, Ahabin DFW, there's so many, and I will make sure I get through all the ones I missed, especially the ones that come in after this. We are taking raffle entries until midnight tonight, Eastern Time, or Western Time, who knows. Just try your best. We'll see you later.
Rorschach's journal, October 12th, 1985. Dog carcass in alley this morning. Tire tread on burst stomach. This city's afraid of me. I've seen its true face. The streets are extended gutters, and the gutters are full of blood. And when the drains finally scab over, all the vermin will drown. The accumulated filth of all their sex and murder will foam up around their waists. And all the whores and politicians will look up and shout, save us. And I'll whisper, no.